0: This week, the Pope, as part of his Latin American tour, was in communist Cuba. The Pope met with the current leader Raul Castro and his brother and past leader Fidel Castro. He also met with and blessed the Venezuelan leader Hugo Chavez, a vicious anti-Semite. Some may wonder at the willingness of the Roman Catholic Church to rub shoulders with these leaders and these states. The truth is, however, that the history of her political relationships shows what kind of system she is. Welcome to the Bible in the News. This is John Billington with you this week. It was a corrupted branch of the original Christian church, exactly as had been predicted by the apostles, which sought protection from human power rather than that of God. When we come to the scripture, the true bride of Christ is his ecclesia, his body of believers, and is represented as a virgin. Well, when we come to Revelation 12, we have a picture of a woman who gives birth to a man-child. This woman is no longer the Christ or the yeah Christ's virgin bride, the true believers. It is the branch that has been corrupted and is now fallen away from the truth of the Scriptures and has become political. Uh, in history, the corrupt church looked for a champion, and thus she brought forth a man-child who was to rule the nations with a rod of iron, Revelation tells us. This man-child was born on February 27th, in approximately 288 AD. He was the illegitimate son of the distinguished Roman officer and innkeeper named Flavia Helena. This man is none other than Constantine the Great. After, the Const- after Constantine took on the role of soldier in Christ in AD 312, he began to conquer in Christ's name. Christianity became entangled with the state, and warfare and violence simply became justified. The Catholic Church was elevated into the heaven, to use the words of Revelation, and she was clothed with the glory of Rome. This joining of the church and state was mutually beneficial, of course. The church obtained the position and recognition she strove for, and Constantine became a vicious emperor. The church, sorry, the result for the church was nothing short of the kingdom of Christ on earth. This was Christendom, Christ's kingdom. Well, as we have seen from many of our current dictators, once someone has had a taste of power, they're not too excited to let it go. This too was the case for the church, who had enjoyed a dose of earthly glory and authority. She has since done her best to keep it and possibly extend her reach. The great false church has has thus become the great whore that sitteth upon many waters with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. Um, That's Revelation 17.1. And her lovers have been Roman Roman emperors, barbarian kings, medieval emperors, kings of Europe, czars of Russia... Presidents, dictators, the German Führer, and even Yasser Arafat, one of the greatest terrorists of our time. The historian Gordon Child describes the character of the Church after the conversion of Constantine in the following words. The conversion of Constantine is generally hailed as the final victory of the new faith. It may equally be, re- be regarded as the triumph of totalitarianism. The Church, no doubt, won not only tolerance and relief from persecution, but, but also wealth and the right to persecute. The price was clerical endorsement of the existing order on earth. And that's from the book, What Happened in History, again by Gordon Child. Well, this man-child that was born is described as, quote, that man of sin in Second Thessalonians 2 and 3. In fact, the great apostasy has a number of characteristics that the scripture defines for us. And we're only picking a few. This is certainly not an exhaustive list. Uh, first, departure from the faith be, would begin in the first century. Uh, 1 Timothy 4, 1 to 3. We're not going to quote all these verses. If you want to follow this up, this is just so that uh, you've got the passages there. Uh, that was 1 Timothy 4, 1 to 3, 1 John 2, 18, and 19, and 2 Thessalonians 2, and 7. Uh, they would forbid to marry 1 Timothy 4, and 3. And that's the doctrine of a celibate priesthood. They would make merchandise out of religion. Religion essentially becomes a business. Second Peter two and three. The leaders of the apostasy would be killed in the art. <laughs> the leaders of the apostasy would be skilled in the art of deception. Second Thessalonians two nine to ten. They went out from us. It says, uh, quoting First John two eighteen and nineteen. This is definitely a Christian apostasy. They would deny the true nature of Christ, that he came in the flesh like us, 1 John 4, uh, verse 1 to 4. When we come to look at the scriptures, we find a very different character in Jesus Christ. Uh, John 18, 33 to 37, we're just quoting that uh, passage uh, here. Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Jesus and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, "'Sayest thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it of me?' Pilate answered, "'Am I a Jew? "'Thine own nation and chief priests have delivered thee unto me. "'What hast thou done?' "'Jesus answered, "'My kingdom is not of this world. "'If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight, "'that I should not be delivered to the Jews. "'But now is my kingdom not from hence.' "'Pilate therefore said unto him, "'Art thou a king, then?' "'Jesus answered, "'Thou sayest that I am a king.' To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Every one that is of the truth heareth my voice. What Christ tells us uh, is that now is not the time to fight. That is the case until he returns, a day which we expect soon. Acts three, twenty and twenty-one. He shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you whom the heavens must receive until the times of the restitution, or in the RV, the restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. The restoration that has been spoken of by all the holy prophets since the world began is none other than the restored kingdom of Israel. Let's go back. 2 Samuel 7, 12-14. This is the words of Nathan the prophet to David when thy days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels. And I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name. And I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. Now the fulfillment of those words, I will establish his kingdom, uh, and and essentially using the words forever, the fulfillment can be seen in Daniel 2.44. In the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. The Roman Catholic Church and Christianity at large are astray from the truth of God's word. The words of Christ in the book of Revelation describe the Roman Church as a mother harlot with her daughters, because much of her poisonous teaching has been drunk by the various churches today. Daniel 4.32 tells us that the Most High rules in the kingdoms of men and giveth it to whomsoever He will. It is God that is ultimately in control and soon the words of Psalm 2 will be seen to come to pass. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall He speak unto them in His wrath and vex them in His sore displeasure. Yet have I set my King upon my holy hill in Zion. Things might look ridiculous now when we look at the religious world, but changes are coming and they are coming through the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is certainly a time that will be very different to now and a time that we look forward to. This was John Billington with you for another edition of the Bible in the News. Join us again next week.